Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 17, titled Calypso. Synopsis, teacher Calypso keeps her charges on track with a wise word and a song. All except pretzel. (laughs) And before I dive in, I think it's interesting that the name of this episode is actually the name of a character. Where normally, if you think about it, most of the time it's the name of the game that they're playing. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. A lot of times it's the game, other than the weekend, that's, you know, the yeah, weekend, but yeah. I guess the whole weekend was games. But yeah, so it's the name of a new character, and we get to see Bluey at school for the first time. Yeah, this one was a little different. It had a little bit of a different vibe. Most mm-hmm. of the episode I was like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> but by the end, I realized that Clipso is my hero because she can craft and keep track of all those kids. Right? That's really like my mission in life. It's just craft all the time. <laughs> that I would say that I was probably, if I had to create a mission statement for you, it would be crafting and life. Yes. Life, I- but make it crafty or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. So it is a little bit of a different episode. They're still playing games. They're still being mm-hmm. imaginative. But there is definitely this, like, narrative of Calypso as the teacher through the whole thing. And we meet a couple of new characters. I don't think we've ever met the Terriers before. No, that was new. Which, in my mind, they're triplets. Okay. In my mind, I just see triplets. There's there's three of them. <laughs> they're so cute. They all match. <laughs> they all match. They're slightly different, but they all match. Uh, We have Bluey, then we have Indy. I don't know if we've met Indy before. We've definitely met Coco, and Coco is... (laughs) I have to tell you who they are, right? It's just a lot. Indy's the one with, like, the fun braids, right? Yeah, and she's an Afghan hound. I've seen her before. I don't remember when. Okay. So we have Indy, and then we have Rusty. He's the boy he was building. He seems new. He yes, has a rusty. diamond on his tummy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have Chloe, we who is the Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. We've met Chloe. Yep, and Coco, who mm-hmm. is the pink. And now I'm forgetting what kind of poodle. She is the pink poodle. Okay. And then we have Honey. Honey, we know well. Yes. And then Pretzel, who we Which definitely have. Pretzel? Pretzel's the one that's, like, sitting off doing his own thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, doing his own thing. So it starts, they're at school. Teacher Calypso is telling them all a beautiful story. And then she starts singing a song about gnomes. And while she's singing to the class, they all start going off and, like, readying their various games and stuff mm-hmm. that they're doing. And I do want to say that... The woman who plays Calypso, her name is Megan Washington, and she is a songwriter mm-hmm. uh, and has an amazing voice. <laughs> 
Because it's just so melodic. Yes, yes, yeah, And definitely. so pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful going with this. Okay. So we see Calypso. She comes over and she sits down at a table so that she can start crafting. And a little character named Pretzel comes and, like, collapses on a mat behind her. He just can't do anything. He doesn't want to play. Oh, he's just too tired. <laughs> So Honey comes over and asks Calypso if she can have a gnome. And this starts this whole kind of round robin check-in of Calypso seeing what all the kids are doing and kind of writing this like narrative under, like kind of an undercover narrative Mm -hmm. of how she, I don't want to say manipulates, that's not the right word, but she definitely sets some little threads in there. Yeah, she connects the dots. She connects the dots. Yeah. So she goes and checks on Honey and says, you need, like, what are some things that the gnome needs? Because it's a little sparse. Before I give you a gnome, mm-hmm. it's a little sparse. So then she sees Bluey and asks Bluey what she's doing. And Bluey says she's doing a fish and chip shop, but she currently doesn't have any fish. So it's just a chip shop. Which is hilarious because it's all imaginary. <laughs> yes. So you could just imagine some fish... Yes, you could imagine fish, but apparently she has decided not to. And then she goes over and sees Coco and Indy and Chloe doing, I guess they're all moms. And it looks like they have like little babies and stuff, but they're all like huddled in this little... Yeah, they're like playing house. They're playing house. And there's too many of them. And I thought it was hilarious that one of the ones was like, I'm so tired, I don't get any sleep. Yeah, because they're like emulating what they see mommies yes. with babies say. Yes, thought that was hilarious. Oh, had nice sleep all night. Uh, and Calypso mentions that there's a fish and chip shop that's opening up next door, and then she goes by Rusty, who's building stuff, and she asks him what he's doing. He says there's going to be two stories, and so she mentions that Indy may be looking for a place to stay because Indy had said that it was a little crowded. And then she goes by the Terrier's Fort that they have created out of, like, Which is pillow. apparently what they always do. Apparently what they always do. Oh, <laughs> like, those Terriers. Oh, those Terriers built another fort. <clears throat> yeah. And then she goes and sits back down. Two seconds later, Honey comes back up. Round two. Ding, ding, ding. And asks her if she can now have a gnome. And so she looks at her setup and says, well, what else do you think the gnome would want? Walks away, and we see that Indy is over at the fish and chip shop, and Rusty comes over and asks her if she wants to, like, move into his place. (laughs) Hey, girl, I got some space. You want to move in? And she says yes, but he says you have to, like, pay, you know, you have to pay rent. Got to pay rent. Of course. No one can live for free. No one can live for free. So she decides that she's going to go waitress for Bluey at the fish and chip shop so that she can earn some dollar bucks. They weren't dollary dues or whatever? No, that was only one episode. Okay. And then they changed it to, to dollar, dollar bucks. bucks. Got it. Did we talk about this before? Yeah. I can't remember why. They were as a lawsuit or something. I made that No, up. you didn't make that That is so not true. <laughs> no, on The Simpsons, they used dollary dues. Yeah. So I think maybe it was one of those like, oh... Oops. We need our own. Let's make our own. Right? We're creative. Yeah. Let's make our own. I like dollar bucks. So Indy leaves her baby with Rusty because she has to go work. 
Which I loved how he was like, sure, and then started talking to Polly. I thought that was adorable. <laughs> yeah. And her baby's name is Polly. Yes. Can you mind Polly? Sure. Bye. Do you want to learn how to build a fence, Polly? And he's like, hey, Polly, do you want to, like, build this thing? Do you want to do this stuff? He just, like, totally takes it on. He's so cute. Goes back over. And then also you see the terriers are just sitting around asking people if they need protection because that's what they do. And Indy's like, no, I don't need any protection yet. And they're just kind of sitting there like, we're trying to play a game. But Mm -hmm. I think, couldn't you just imagine? (laughs) I mean, my child does it all the time. Oh, my God, look over there. It's a dragon or it's Godzilla or it's a zombie. Like, you know, figure it out. So, where are we on? Like, round three? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. So, Honey has expanded her gnome village. Bluey has given Indy some dollar bucks for working in the restaurant so that Indy can then pay Rusty for the room. And she brings him, she brings him some chips, because obviously there's no fish. And, there's yeah. no fish. No just fish. Just the chips. Uh, ask the Terriers if they want some. So, I mean, it, it's a very fast-paced episode because we check in with multiple kids. Like, yeah. The entire time. Mm-hmm. Although, I realize the, they don't go back to Chloe in the mom, the, the mom group thing. Well, the moms move over to the fish and chip shop. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. I forgot to write that down. Yeah. How quickly I forgot. Yeah, they move over there because that's, you know. It's happening. She she put that little bug in their ear that they should go visit because Bluey needed customers. Yes, that's true. That's how she's paying Indy. Yeah. So, Honey comes over one last time and is like, can you come look at my village now? And you see this beautiful gnomatopia. (laughs) And there's like this like swelling of music again they do it so well with the music the swelling of music there's streams houses villagers trees bridges like it is epic gnome uh, area and so calypso says yes you can now go pick out a special gnome and everyone's standing around admiring the village uh indy comes along and she has all these chips from louis shop for the terriers. And it looks like she's about to like run into the village. So Calypso yells out and calls for the terriers to come like protect the village. Protect the village. Exactly what they were sitting around waiting to do. So they come over, they protect the village, and we see Calypso sit coming to sit back down so that she can work on her crafts. And Pretzel has picked up the stick that she originally was trying to give to him. And now he's using it as a fishing pole. And her chair is now a boat. And her chair is now a boat. Yes. <laughs> and she basically suggests that she knows someone if he like. If you catch a fish. If you catch a fish. You know, again, keeping the games going. Interacting with the kids enough to get them to like play. So, a lot happening in the episode, and there's some stuff that I want to talk to you about, but, yeah, not necessarily a typical one-game sort of... Yeah, I thought it was really creative how each kid got to play their own game, like they each got to do... Because, you know, when it comes to kids, it's like, I want to play this, no, I want to play that. So, everyone just played their own game, 
but then she like sowed the seed to get all of the games to connect to each other mm-hmm. so that they were all kind of playing their own individual thing but then still contributing to each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. yeah it was it was kind of next level um not parenting but you know guiding of the children yeah. and she still got her craft done and she still got very <laughs> impressive so bluey's six yes right so here in the states united states <laughs> yes the here in the united states when a child is six they're normally in first grade yes right yeah so if, uh kindergarten is five is five is normally five is normally five Yes. So she, Bluey would technically be in first grade here. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, the school that she goes to, here in the U.S., that is not like how no. normal U.S. schools. It's not like kindergarten. Are set up. Yeah. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up, I'm leading you to a, okay, I'm leading you, I'm leading you to a topic. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here's the topic. So. Did digging online, a lot of questions come up about, like, what kind of school does Bluey go to? Montessori. Interesting. Okay, so interesting that you say that. So technically, I guess the school is based off a Steiner school. Okay. Have you heard that? Have you ever heard of that before? No. Me neither. You ask people, Steiner school? Meh. Maybe not so much. Have you heard of a Waldorf school? Yes. Okay. So, I... The guy who did uh, Waldorf schools were founded by Rudolf Steiner. Okay. So they're apparently, as far as I could tell here in the U.S., a Waldorf school is the closest thing to a Steiner school, which is what you find overseas. I've seen photos online Mm -hmm. of various Steiner school activities, the way that they're laid out, even one that's kind of shaped like Bluey school. Uh Uh-huh. So, that's the theory, is that Bluey goes to a Steiner school. Got it. Closest thing here in the U.S. is a Waldorf school. hmm But there are differences. So, Montessori schools focus on real-life experiences. Waldorf schools emphasize a child's imagination and fantasy. That tracks with Bluey. That definitely, definitely tracks with Bluey. So... I can remember, I didn't know what a Montessori school was. I had literally never heard of it, probably mm-hmm. until about maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just because I didn't know anyone at that time in my life, because mm-hmm. I was like 30, that had kids that would have been going to any sort of school. But I don't remember from when I was a kid, there being anything other than there's public schools and then they're private, like, religious Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. You either went to pu- public school or you went to, like, Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And nowadays there's Montessori schools, mm-hmm. which there's is charter different. schools. There's, yeah, there's, there's a charter lot schools. more options now. There's STEM schools. Mm-hmm. So I did look it up in the area. So I, like, typed in mm-hmm. Waldorf School. Actually, I put Steiner School and then Waldorf Schools and stuff came up. To see if there was any in our area. And I could only find like a handful. Like maybe yeah. two or three. And as I was telling you before. I was looking at one and I was like. It was like the Waldorf School of Orange County. And then when I actually looked at it. It was Orange County, California. Oh that's funny. Because there's just so you guys. If you don't know. A little bit of US geography. Here in Florida we have an Orange County. Where Walt Disney World is. Yes. 
And in California, there is also an Orange County. Where Disneyland is. (laughs) (laughs) And Tori and I have lived in both Orange Counties. That's true. I was actually born in Orange County, California. Yeah, and I lived in Orange County, California. So funny. And then now we both live in Orange Orange County, County, Florida. Florida. What can I say? We love the oranges. We do. But we met here in Florida. And I remember thinking, oh, you're from California? Yeah. Oh, I grew up in California. (laughs) But we met in Florida. It's... It's so funny. I also grew up in California and met you in Florida. I know. (laughs) So, and apparently gnomes are a big thing in Waldorf and Steiner schools. Oh, random. Because it's all about, it's very much like about play and there's a bunch of nature stuff. It's very based Mm -hmm. in like nature. So there's like gnomes that take care of like the forest and various stuff like that. And it's very colorful and not structured the same way as traditional school is at all, which, you know, I'm all about that. I, I, Oh, I just get sweats thinking about like my child going into a regular school (laughs) and like the tests and new math. Oh my God. We have testing next week. Uh, it's, awful yeah it's yeah awful. do you have to deal with the new math yet we have not had to deal with new math yet but my oh God, it's awful. son who is still doing virtual school because of covid we're doing um what's called launch ed here in florida so he is attending class at home he actually has to go to the school next week for testing and it's like he has not been he's been in the school one time this year and it was to get his photo taken so now he has to go next week for testing, so I'm all nervous about it. How long is testing? It's like several hours, several days in a row. Really? Yes. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. That is that is dumb. Yeah, he's third, we, third grade. But we do live in Florida, so. <laughs> not, the, not the brightest. Our state as a whole yeah. is a constant joke to yeah. other states, so I am... Not surprised that our educational system has is requiring children who are doing at-home schooling to come in during a pandemic and sit in class for hours. Um, I, yeah, I want to say it's three hours. It's three hours a day for like several days in a row. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that, that's our, our stress for next week. No. Um, but yeah, the cold open of this show, you were talking about structure. Um, The cold open of this episode, I thought was so funny because she's doing the whole gnome story and then she finishes, she doesn't even finish, she's singing and she doesn't tell the kids what to do, she doesn't say circle time is over, she doesn't say story time is over, all the kids just know and they all stand up and just wander off. And out came the sun. Sister Rain has left And Father Sun is home Brother Wind comes blowing in To welcome home the gnome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where are they going? What are they doing? And then the one kid lays down like, oh, it must be nap time. And then Bluey (laughs) starts like pulling a, a bench over and then the terriers get pillows. I'm like... What is happening? Like, no instructions were given. Like, how do they know? So that's probably what you're talking about, this, like, yeah. less structure. Yeah. It's yeah. like, when I sing the song, it means you're free to go play. But, like, she didn't give them instructions. They just did it. It was mm-hmm. like, 
very free flowing, which is very mm-hmm. different than the schooling mm-hmm. we're um we're used to. We are used to, yeah. So, and this will come up in future episodes too, where you're like, what are why are the children just like, again, they're just wandering and doing things. Yes outside in various places and you're like what is going like it's not again you're they're supposed to be sick so in our terms like first grade normally they would be sitting in class and they would be learning things and they get a chance bluey is out exploring and building forts and they're doing all kinds of stuff so um i am going to again want to just preface this by saying so montessori schools when I think of Montessori, I think because they're unstructured, not as structured as regular schools, that they would have more pretend play. But apparently, it's not encouraged very much. Weird. So the pretend imaginative play mm-hmm. isn't isn't as big as I would have thought that it is. It's more task-oriented work. Oh, okay. So no dolls, dollhouses... Houses, dress up. So it's like real kitchens, real furniture, work tools, practical objects. Got it. So it's more like practical applications versus this Waldorf Steiner kind of education, which is all about pretend imagination, toys, games, playing outside, you know, developing social skills. So, Mm -hmm. I mean... Doesn't sound awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm still trying to figure out what sort of student my son's going to be. Oh, yeah. If he's more of the imaginative learner mm-hmm. versus the structured learner. Because I do think that there is a difference in children. Yeah. Some children learn so much better when it's relational, when they're doing stuff kind of Montessori mm-hmm. Or this kind of imaginative thing. And mm-hmm. I do think that there's other children that do much better when it comes to structure. Yes. And it's, here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing now. That type of stuff. So yep. we actually have him in a daycare. So like preschool daycare. That is kind of a mix of the two. That's like between Montessori and between like traditional. Because I didn't want to put him into something that was too structured mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't think that it, that's when I look at my son, I don't think structure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we haven't gotten his, the new daycare that he's in. I haven't gotten an assessment where they're doing like assessments, uh-huh. but they do assessments while they're doing things. Yes. So they'll be playing and pretending or doing yes. different stuff. And then they're, so I get these little mini reports and I'm like, so is this is is this a thing that he's doing right? Is this the thing that he's doing wrong? Like, did he pass it? So I'm waiting to get my first assessment to see how he's kind of doing. But um, yeah, I don't think that he's a structured sort of sit down thing. So at least not with me, he isn't. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Other things I want to mention. Uh, Oh, did you notice at the end of the episode, Pretzel came back? Yes, I did. (laughs) I'm now paying attention to um, the cute little moments in the credits. Yes. Pretzel's so cute. The other thing that I um, was kind of paying attention to was the layout of the room. Because at first I was, like, super confused because, like, 
a character would be like, I'm going to go to the pretzel, or the pretzel shop, not pretzel shop. Fish and chip? The, the fish and chip shop. And I'd be like, but it's the other direction. Like, the like I was getting a little caught up in what I should not be getting caught up in, which was the layout and, like, which direction things were. Yes. So there was a couple times where I was like, but I thought that the terriers were the other direction. So then I realized that it's a circle. Yes. So then I started paying attention to where things were in the circle um, and was like, okay, now I understand. But I was like very confused by the layout at first. <laughs> yes. Again, I try not to overthink anything when it comes to the space <laughs> when all that stuff is happening. So I think that, I, I mean, Calypso is not really a parenting award, but she's a she great wins. teacher. Now, yeah. I do have to say that there are people online that do not like Calypso. Well, she is, like, my first reaction was, who is this hippie? Oh. And not everyone responds well to hippies. I mean, my parents are hippies. I love you both. Um, so <laughs> I have a soft space in my heart for hippies. But not everyone reacts that way. I like how she had <laughs> what I'm assuming next to her eyes or, like, wrinkle lines. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I didn't. I don't think that it was eyelashes so much yeah. as, like, wrinkle lines. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she's well, wearing, aging. like, a little... Uh, what, what don't stuff. people like about her? They don't like her attitude, like that she's kind of like superior or something. Some people think that she kind of is like superior. I don't get it. So I, 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 I think it's anti hippie. You think it's anti hippie? <laughs> I do. I do. It's you know, it's like her. She's super laid back and she's yeah. super like you know lackadaisical yeah. and like yeah. just go with the flow and. She's um, there very certain, laid back when she Certain talks. personalities. Um, she's very melodic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's not as... Okay, we will we will meet Indy's mom. Oh, okay. I bet, I bet she's like a true hippie. <laughs> she, now when you say like people don't like hippie, like she to me is like a definition <laughs> of a hippie. Indy's mom is like super hippie. Uh, how many episodes away is that? Hold on a second. I don't know. I'm going to look. Oh, it's only like two episodes away. Okay, oh, okay. So we're on... That'll be fun. We're on 17... And mm-hmm. it is episode 20, you get to meet Indy's mom. Now, yeah, compared to her, Calypso is definitely not a hippie, or she's very <laughs> low-key. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to compare and contrast. Yes. It's funny. Um, Aussie American translations? None that I noticed. No. And we do see Calypso in other episodes. Oh, good. We do get to experience her again. I think both in this season and then also definitely in season two. She comes back in two different episodes. Nice. So we get, we definitely get more Calypso. If you are a Calypso fan, there's more Calypso. Yeah. And if you are not a Calypso fan, then... You are not my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> Like, chill out, because it's, again, kids' cartoon. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know why anyone takes any of this serious. Okay, so that's about it for me for this yeah, episode. I think I'm good, too. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. And we will be back next week with Season 1, Episode 18, The Doctor. Good times. All right, Thanks. bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.